Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Well, hello. Today is podcast number two in the Revelation series. And uh, yesterday I let you into my own story of reinvention, obviously up to where it stands right now. And over the coming days, I'll I'll be sharing with you actually what I'm doing. So we get under the covers of what I'm doing in my life that's reinventing uh, my own sense of purpose and creating those big opportunities for myself and reigniting the ambition that I lost for such a long time. So if you didn't listen to that episode and you don't know the backstory, um, very briefly, um, I thought I'd made it and it turned out I hadn't. And there were five years of very, very painful uh, unpicking of of my life and wondering what the hell I was doing and how I was going to change it. So I want to rewind again and and dive back into that moment where I thought I'd made it just before it unravelled because there was a very critical point that is very valuable and it does provide the most brilliant link between then and now. So one of the things that happened that led to this complete collapse requiring reinvention was that I was writing a book. The book is called Success Reframe. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, It's actually quite a good book. And there's lots of really cool stuff in there around how you can build a successful coaching or hypnotherapy business beyond the standard you know, seeing clients on a paid for hour basis. So you can still get that. And part of my current reinvention is to revisit big chunks of that book um, and reinvent it according to where I am now and kind of bring you the reader or the listener with me. So in doing that, what I thought I'd do is, is share some of the content from that book as I wrote it then with, with a little a few insights about the journey. Because there is good learning in it, but also I think you might find it really fascinating to see, see the change. So I'm going to um, share with you a section from a chapter in that book. And the chapter, the section of the chapter is called Hobby or Business, My Story. So let me just read some of this for you. Uh, so here's what I, I wrote. Some of you might wonder if what you choose to do as a living has become more of a hobby. Sometimes even the people closest to you might say as much. Or perhaps you're busy seeing lots of clients and feeling great about it. If only you could free up some time to consistently channel some of the many creative ideas you have for expanding your business. Maybe you have a habit of enthusiastically diving into an exciting new project, but never quite completing it before another one catches your attention and off you go again. 
we often call this bright, shiny object syndrome. And I have been in each of those categories at one time or another. As you know from previous podcasts, I have struggled to make ends meet before I made it and after I made it. And though feedback that I got from clients back then was great, praise and a warm glow aren't currency you can pay your bills with. So here we get to the nub of when I thought I'd made it before the big crash, because here we have in the book, I say there was one year, sorry, I rewind. This was not the, this was rewind, rewind. There was one year, sorry, this was not the moment. There was a year before this. There was one year I made a figure just shy of 50,000 pounds. At the time, this was around $70,000. And I thought I was on the verge of having cracked it. So then I spent a lot of time and energy trying to figure out how to capitalize on that success and create scalable passive income so that I could do what those people do in those videos. I could relax and enjoy the success I was having. Plus, and here's the nub of midlife reinvention, having a retirement to look forward to. So here's the key that I would add in now. So that was back then. And I'm going to just read a little more of that chapter to to fill you in on what, what I was doing then. But it took me more than 10 years before I found the answer. So that was back then I was thinking that. So I created at that time my own online program for people with eating disorders after I appeared on TV in a documentary on the subject. Uh, So you can see how I thought I'd cracked it. It was called Ditch the Binge. Those who signed up for it loved it. But it was a lot of work at my desk for not a lot of income. And it certainly didn't deliver the kind of sit on the beach, count the money kind of passive income that those old school internet marketers promised. I thought then that niche was the way to go, and it is but I didn't have all the pieces of the jigsaw I needed to make it a success back then. And if you remember yesterday in the podcast, I talked about how marketing gurus give you little pieces of the jigsaw. They don't give it all, they just give you some. And you can drive yourself nuts. And that can be one of the major obstacles in self-sabotage in you thinking, I'm not good enough, I can't do it. So maybe you've done this. Here's back to what I was doing. I updated my website often, wrote articles and blogs, created leaflets and business cards, joined networking groups, spoke at workshops and conferences, some paid, some free, made videos and audios, signed up for internet marketing programs, free webinars, and every kind of free download you can imagine. I bet you've done that, haven't you? Perhaps like me, this is what I wrote then, I had been unwittingly sucked into the belief that online was the answer. I still think it is, by the way, but back then, it was a different online. Uh, Back then, it was as long as I could get high enough, this is what I was taught, as long as I could get high enough in the search engines using clever tools and techniques, I would get the traffic that would bring me the business and the income for a very low investment. Not true. I was doing lots of the right things. But it was a bit like having all the ingredients for a recipe and no idea what the right amounts 
are or when they should be added. And here's where it's rather prophetic because you know, if you've listened to yesterday's podcast, the irony of this next sentence that I wrote. Here's what I wrote. Fortunately, my experience that involved a lot of mistakes, a lot of money and a lot of tears has thankfully led me to the place where I can now write this book. And as I said yesterday, it was my very first year. Remember, I said it was nine months where I hit that five figure month. It was my very first year of adopting a fresh business model and a fresh perspective on what was possible. The model I lay out for you here in the pages of the book. I achieved my first five figure month ever. And then the book goes on to share the system. So I looked through the book. There is actually lots of great stuff in it, as I said, good enough that I can adapt it. So I wasn't so far off the mark. But here's what we tend to do. We can come that close to making it. We can even convince ourselves that we have made it because that's what I did. But a number of things start to happen that will unravel that you need to be mindful of. One is you stop doing the things that got you there. You kind of think there's this there's this top of the mountain place And when you get there, you can just sit down, put your tent peg in with your flag that you've made it, and that's it, you're done. You can just freewheel now, it's all gonna be rolling down the other side of the hill. But what you don't realize is that rolling down the hill is not actually what you want. What you want is to stay on that pinnacle and climb another higher one. And it all seems like such hard work. And it is. But this is why so many people, I think, are giving us great advice. So lots of people say, follow your passion. You know, find out what it is that really lights you up. Find out your why. Align your interests with your business. All true, all good stuff, but when you're in the midst of a very scary place of not seeing the success, um, not really spending any time doing the things that you're actually aiming to do. So it's like you swap the life you want in the future with the life you have today. So you're working, 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 working with the intended outcome that what you want is to work less. And this is one of the core elements of dilemma when it comes to reinvention. uh, And it is a real mindset thing. I'll come on to that in another episode. It is totally a head game. Uh, Okay, let me backtrack again. Not totally a head game, but you have to win the head game first. Because here's what I did, and I alluded to this in the podcast yesterday. What I did was follow all the steps that someone told me to follow, many of which were great steps. Um, But I had lots of missing parts, as I've already said, that I didn't know I were missing. Um, But what I didn't do adequately was work on my head game. 
And so what happened exactly as I alluded to before was I didn't place strong foundations down, which meant that as I built up this, you know, I'm making it, I'm making it, I'm making it, I'm building it, building it, building it, building it's getting bigger. Woo, look at me. I'm building it. Oh God, it's all come crashing down. It was because I forgot about the headspace. I was taught, was shown, was all of those people selling you products they want you to buy were telling me, if you just follow the steps, you'll get there. True. But you've got to have that strong mental attitude. And I even hate that. It sounds like such a little cliche there. Um, the reinvention, the the phrase I use at the beginning of the opening of this podcast, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. So this is going to be a very short podcast. I just wanted to share that little window in, and I might share other chapters, I might do it as I update it, but little window into what I was thinking then and how it relates to now. So it's not a million miles away. And you might think, why would there be this chasm of five years between that and where I am now? And fundamentally, I'm going, oh, actually, a lot of that stuff was very valid. Because I stopped believing, because I was at an age where doubt set in, because, and here's a little clue as to the mind game, there was so much stress in my life that I discounted, discredited, thought I was strong enough and tough enough that I could just sail through this. None of this was going to stop me. But you can't fight if you don't know the battle you're fighting. And that's the head game. That's the way your brain handles layer upon layer of little pockets of stress and anxiety, like tiny, tiny grains of sand, smaller than grains of sand, so small you can't see them, and they're building, and they're building, and they're building. And if you don't know they're building, and if you don't know what's contributing to them building, and if you don't know how to identify them, you don't know what to do about them, sorry, I just hit the lamp with my gesticulating, which you can't see, then you can't stop unravelling you will unravel at some point. If you don't know how that works, you will unravel. So fundamentally, you need to stop doing. If, if you're in any doubt, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're lacking focus, if you keep trying and failing, trying and failing, little bits of success and, and you know, you absolutely know, you can do way more than this. You have the potential. You're smart enough, clever enough, capable enough. There's people out there who don't know diddly squat compared to you. Don't do things as well as you, but still you're struggling. And then keep listening, my friend, to future episodes of this podcast, because I want to take you on a journey, take you with me and take the steps together. So that's my little story for today. Uh, I hope it's pretty helpful. If you want to take a look at that book as it stands, I'm, I am going to reinvent it completely. Um, but there is good stuff in there if you're a coach or a hypnotherapist in particular. The book is called Success Reframe. It's by Shirley Bilson and you can get it on Amazon. Um, it does have five-star reviews, although not many of them, because one of the things was I didn't know how to get the traffic 
just something that was working. And that's one of the things that I'm now learning on the journey I'm in now. So enough said, I'll catch you in the next episode. Have a fabulous day. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts, what you're thinking, whether this is helpful, what you'd like to hear more of, what works for you, what doesn't. Um, and speak to you soon. Yeah. Well, I won't speak to you. I will speak to you. I won't hear from you or I will hear from you. I'm rambling now. Mm -hmm. Let's stop now, Shirley. Okay. Bye.